Have you ever gotten ice cream from the supermarket and you scoop it out, but it just doesn't have that ice cream parlor taste? Well, guess what? Did you know you can find real, unbelievably creamy ice cream at the grocery store? Yeah, that's right. Tillamook ice cream is made with more cream, so you get smooth, dreamy scoops each time. I'm not going to lie. The flavors are delicious. And in family-sized cartons, I love their vanilla bean. Vanilla bean, to me, is the way that you judge anyone's ice cream. And their rich vanilla ice cream made with real crushed vanilla bean seeds is delicious. Or their organ strawberry. Oh, I love it. Sweet strawberry ice cream with ripe organ strawberry pieces. So, so good. Plus, you got to check out their mudside flavor. It's smooth chocolate ice cream with a ribbon of rich fudge and chocolatey chips. Oh, it's so good. I gotta go get some ice cream right now. Plus, you know you're in good hands with Tillamook brand. They make over 200 different dairy products and the brand is farmer owned and led by dairy experts. Boy, oh boy. I love them all, and you're going to love them too. Whether it's birthday cake, peaches and cream, mint chocolate chip, banana split, or cookies and cream, there is a flavor for you. Find Tillamook ice cream near you at Tillamook.com. That's T-I-L-L-A-M-O-O-K.com. When was the last time I took a road trip? How many national parks could I hit in two weeks? What about hotels? Wait, hey, Erica, how much am I spending on travel? When your questions about life turn into questions about money, there's Erica, the virtual financial assistant to help you spend, save, and plan smarter. Only from Bank of America. What would you like the power to do? Erica is only available in the English language. You must download the latest version of the mobile banking app, only available on select mobile devices. Your chat may be recorded and monitored for quality assurance. Message and data rates and additional terms may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Hey, everybody. Just wanted to give you a quick heads up here. There's something we should all be doing. It's going to improve your life, make every day a little bit better. And that is eat more Reese's peanut butter cups. Yes. Think about it. All the gurus, all the coaches out there, they've never said the words eat more Reese's. I mean, that combination of sweet chocolate and salty peanut butter. I mean, this is something that brings other people and ourselves joy. That's why there's two in a pack. Shop Reese's peanut butter cups now at a store near you found wherever candy is sold and often in my pantry because I love these. Some real cookie math, Cher's favorite song, and was I right or wrong about telling someone to kick their child out of the bed? All this and more on today's How Did This Get Made mini-episode. Hit the theme! What's up, Jerks? Shut up, I don't care! You know the reason why you want to hear Sit down and enjoy your say for another episode of How Did This What's up, people of Earth? How you doing? Welcome to 2021, the first official mini-episode of 2021. And boy, oh boy, we have just jumped in (laughs) to a new year in a way that we weren't expecting. Let's just say that, right? We jumped in. We're like, it's all going to be different. It's all going to be better. And it is, and it's not, and it's crazier, and it's better, and it's scarier, and it's safer. I don't know. We are in a weird time. I am in uh, a crazy place right now. We are basically an article in LA came out last day, last day, do people say last day, Uh, saying, if you leave your house, you are at risk for getting uh COVID, right? Because right now in LA, it's one in five people have COVID, which is 
bonkers. Um, so anyway, that's where my head is in. And I'll let you know, uh, I'm recording this uh, after an insane what happened this week at the Capitol. I'm literally just left watching CNN or MSNBC. I'm not going to, you know, tell you who I'm watching. I go back and forth. But I really just came off of watching a Clippers game, take my mind off of it, and I get back in. I- I'm falling back down that Twitter wormhole. Anyway, I'm Paul Shear. How are you? Welcome to 2021. I'm excited to be here with you. Um, a big shout out and thank you to everyone who has been uh, listening to the show, saw our live shows, uh, went and got them on VOD. As I explained, um, online, we are not going to ever be able to release uh, a night to remember. Was that the one it was? I don't know. It was something with Vanessa Hudgens. Um, and uh, oh, the night before, uh, because of some audio issues and the fact that Jessica Sinclair didn't plug in her microphone or turn on her recorder. Anyway, anyway, people, uh, it's not a big deal. That's why we released uh, uh, the last episode of Burlesque, which if you have not listened to, check it out. It's really fun. And we have about a half an hour of Jason, June and I kind of talking about the 10 years of doing the show. Um, But, but, but so many things. I want to say thank you to John Schreier um, for that awesome uh, theme song. That was great. Uh, I'm going to tell you what we're going to be watching next week. Also, uh, you're going to tell me what we missed. And we're going to go back in time. We're going to go to burlesque. We're also going to do uh, a very nutty Christmas. There might even be a night to remember uh, correction and omission in there if I am correct. Uh, but thank you to uh, Molly Reynolds and Cody Fisher for putting this all together. Um, let's do it. Enough of my yapping. I'm done. I'm out of it. By the way, I will say one thing. Let me yap about one thing. Um, I have a Discord and I have a Twitch page. I'm doing shows on Twitch every Thursday with Rob Hubel, my former uh, buddy from Human Giant. We've done Children's Hospital together. We've worked together for years. Uh, we do a show on Thursdays, 5 to 7. Come check it out. Manzukis has been on it. We talked about Wonder Woman last week. Uh, it is so much fun. And then we pop up and do different shows. Adam Pally and I do a show where we look at your tweets. And uh, we're going to do like an NBA show, I think, coming up. It's going to be a blast. So check out what I'm doing on Twitch. It's just twitch.tv slash Paul And you don't have to be a member. It's nothing complicated. It's just like YouTube, but it's called Twitch. That's all. Anyway, um, again, enough of my yapping. Let's hear from you because I know that you have problems uh, in your life and your love and your job and parenting, whatever it is. I'm here to help you. I've said this before. And I mean it. I am a modern day Oprah. Even though Ma- Oprah is modern day, I am a more modern Oprah. I am more modern than Oprah. I've said it before. And I'll say it again. Um, all right. Let's get into the Paul helpline. Thank you, Dave Tanner. Guys, loving these songs. These are great. Really great ones. All right. Like I said, I'm Paul Shear. I'm here to help. Let's get into it. Let's hear from our friend, Brian. Paul, this is Brian. Toaster or toaster oven? Go. Love this question. And I go back and forth. Honestly, I go back and forth because what did I just buy right now? A toaster. 
But if I was to tell anyone what to do, I would say get a toaster oven because there's more you can do in the toaster oven, right? I feel like my bagels, if they're going to be fat and thick, put them in the toaster oven. I have to jam them into the toaster, right? Um, I tried to go without either of these things. A toaster oven has been my go-to, but my kids eat these like Eggo waffles. So I bought a toaster because I was putting them in the oven every morning and I was like, this is just a waste of time. I'm going over there. I'm touching them, seeing where they're hot. So I, I conceded and got a toaster, which I've been loving, but I got to tell you, I miss my toaster oven. So long story short, toaster oven. All right. Oh, we got a follow-up from Kyle. I like this. All right. I like this. Kyle, what do you got? Hey, Paul, this is Kyle in Texas. And I just heard a woman who called in to give some follow-up on some advice you gave. And so I thought I'd do the same thing. Uh, back I think near the beginning of the pandemic, uh, when everything was locked down, I called to ask you about my daughter who was constantly climbing into bed with my wife and I and how my wife didn't seem to mind that much, but I didn't like it. And uh, you basically said, you know, that, that that was like my wife and I's time and I needed to like draw hard line and really put my foot down and you know uh to be honest at the time I felt like I was kind of doing that but it just was creating more conflict and so and finally that got me also thinking and I started to think near the beginning of our marriage before we had kids my wife really wanted me to come uh, to bed with her a lot like at night and we were just gonna be laying there watching tv or whatever but I usually was up doing things like I, you know, I write music or, or write plays or whatever I was doing, creating things and wasn't always ready to go to bed yet, but she always really wanted me to. And, and it, I got to realize it, like, she just likes having someone there when she's winding down at the end of the day. She likes being around me. She likes being around our daughters and I'm now in my forties. I don't stay up as late anymore. And I was like, you know what, I, I'll actually start going to bed a little earlier. And so I started doing that. And actually, eventually, my wife just made the decision to enforce the bed thing with my daughter herself without me even making a big deal about it. And uh, now my daughter's doing a really good job staying in her bed all night long. And we praised her and made a big deal about it. And I think it's helped. And which isn't to say your advice wasn't good. <laughs> uh, and it actually did help because I, it, it got me thinking about it in a little bit different way. So thanks, Paul. You know what? No, I take it. Because sometimes people tell me my advice. I go, huh, that doesn't seem like something I would say. And uh, it's because I'm going on my gut. I'm going on my gut. And I think you're right. You know, you are describing something that I think is very similar to what my wife and I go through, um, which is... You know, going to bed early, you kind of create this time with your partner. And this is what I was saying, where it is your time. Now, I didn't know that you were coming to bed late, right? So I get the idea that like, well, if no one's in that part of the bed, then that can happen. But I also believe, and I still believe, that, you know, you got to lay down the law. And you did lay down the law. I will also add, uh, I will add this. I've heard and I've read because my kids have been jumping into my bed a lot uh, that that's a big thing that's been going on in the pandemic. It's like a safety net for the kids. So I think you did the best version. I think you merged all the advice. Uh, a firm line was drawn. You guys are happier in your bed. You're getting that time together. And it all worked out great. It worked out great. So I, like I said, 
You didn't lay down the law to her, but you did it in a way that kind of created this whole backwards pattern. She did it. You mind, you did it with your mind, goddammit. I love it. Thank you, Kyle, for that follow-up. I want more follow-ups. I don't believe that I'm always right, but I feel like I put you on the right path. And that and I'm taking a win. I'm taking a win there. All right. Next question up. Adam. Hey Paul, this is Adam in Washington, DC. I was wondering if you could weigh in on what has become a heated debate within my household. My fiance seems to think it is acceptable to eat cold Chinese food. Well, I maintain this is objectively disgusting. With the congealed sauce maintaining the form of the carton, she believes this is perfectly normal. Love to hear your thoughts on the matter. Thanks. Adam, I hope you're safe this week in D.C. Um, All right. My gut is, yeah, it's fine to eat cold Chinese food, but what you described is disgusting. Okay, because I'm thinking lo mein, right? I'm thinking noodles with peanut sauce. Um, I'm thinking... um, like shrimp fried rice. You're thinking like General So's chicken? Absolutely good. But the way that you're describing the congealed sauce, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm describing things that are, I mean, I've never heated up Chinese food. Honestly, I'm not like keeping Chinese food around that much longer, uh, even though it's like pretty much in every 80s film. I think you have to keep the food that is going to stay. Sauteed string beans, keep it. General Tso's, if it's not totally sauced out, yeah, sure. I think cold is good. I, I believe. I'm on, I'm on your wife's side or your partner's side, whoever you're with, I'm on their side. Uh, but the way that you describe what they're eating, I'm on your side. So 50-50 split. Thank you, Adam. All right, people, that was great. Uh, if you have a question for me, you want to call me and tell me I did you right or I did you wrong, you can do that at 619-P-A-U-L-A-S-K. That's 619-PAUL-ASK. 619 Paul ask. All right. And um, if you are calling or you want to just be a part of the show in a different way, you can. You can send us original listener songs. You've heard these great songs that we've been playing. Uh, just send it to us. You know, write it, record it, send it to how did this get made at earwolf.com. The mini episodes is where we really seem to live in these songs. So mailbag or, well, not mailbag because we haven't opened up a mailbag in forever. Paul Helpline, uh, Corrections and Omissions, theme song, whatever you want. Make it short and sweet. 30 seconds, 45 seconds. Don't, don't, you know, don't, don't stress on it. All right. We'll be right back after this. Today's podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. I love Squarespace. I'm in the middle of trying to balance my business life and my real life. This work-life balance, it's tough, but Squarespace has been helping me by giving me the tools to reach my goals and have time to celebrate. That's right. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online with the guided design system of Squarespace Blueprint. You can select from curated layouts to styling options, optimized for every device. Get your website discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay. Plus, with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about. You choose your tone and enter what you need to get auto-generated perfect text. Anyway, I love Squarespace. I've been building sites with them from the beginning. And when I launched my book, I said I'm doing it all myself on Squarespace, and I'm very pleased with it. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash bonkers to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. I recently went to the Telluride Comedy Festival, and I was sick and tired of staying in the same kind of cookie cutter places. And I went on Airbnb, and I found a perfect spot for me 
and the family, we had an amazing time because we felt like home. Then I realized, wait a second, what if I could give that feeling to someone else? Yes, that's the best part. When you're away, your home could be an Airbnb. That's right. Many people host on Airbnb, but there are people who have never thought about it or didn't even realize that their space could be an Airbnb. Hosting can easily fit into your lifestyle and you can make someone feel great and make a little bit of money too because we all need a little bit of money and maybe your talent or your gift to the world is having a killer place. So if you have a home, but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. When you're thinking of hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help you find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. LinkedIn isn't just a job board. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching. And you know what? Did you know that 70% of users don't even visit other leading job sites? If you're not looking on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. LinkedIn knows that small businesses might not have the time or resources, so they're constantly finding ways to make the process easier. 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate in 24 hours, and they even just launched a feature that helps you write job descriptions, making the process even easier and quicker. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash valuable. That's linkedin.com slash valuable to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. All right, people. Now, while you're preparing for next week and you don't even know what you're preparing for, I didn't want to even get into that because I want to put the final nail in the coffin of a very nutty Christmas. Uh, we never got to do a mini episode for that. Um, so I want to talk about that. I also want to talk about a night before Christmas, uh, even though that uh, a lot of you have not heard that episode, nor will you ever, but I know a lot of you saw the live show. So we're going to get into that and we're going to go back to burlesque, all these things I promised you. And now I'm just repeating them. But um, first let's hit the theme. Thank you, Ian Paddington. Uh, I love that. I love that song. All right. So what have we done? We have culled through voicemails. We have looked through the message board posts on yourwolf.com. By the way, I'm actually on my Discord that I talked about earlier. I have a How Did This Get Made area over there, and it's been fun. I'm actually more involved in that one just because sometimes the Earwolf boards suck ass. So check out my Discord uh, and whatever. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm not, I don't make any money from my Discord, but I'm just more there. Um, all right. We found the best observations, theories, and fact checks, and we're going to present them all here. So let's go to the boards first. Cameron H. Oh, how I've missed you. Happy 2021. Um, Cameron writes, I think my biggest issue with the Mouse King was trying to suss out uh, his business model. I mean, forget about cookies. This guy is apparently running a freight company that immediately puts the squeeze on its clients for extra cash. And then what? What exactly was his endgame? I mean, she clearly didn't have the 5K he was demanding. Had Chip not intervened, what would have happened? I mean, he was hired to make a delivery, and now he's just not going to do that? I mean, how is this company making any money, let alone any additional money earned through extortion? I mean, look, also, seeing how they 
only agreed to take the cookies to the base after being threatened by Chip, there's absolutely no way I would trust him to haul my freight. I mean, these guys are clearly criminals. And what's to stop them from dumping your wares a couple miles down the road or trying to fence that shit and pocketing the money for themselves? First of all, Cameron, I just want to say fencing uh, Christmas cookies is a movie that we need to make. It's about a bunch of robbers that have cookies and they got to get them out because it's not like drugs. Cookies are going to go bad. You got to get these on the street at a good competitive price at a very tough time in the year when people are spending a lot of money. So uh, great questions. I honestly and truthfully forgot that there was even an extortion subplot in this movie. But look, when someone threatens you with a, a sword, chances are you're going to do the job that you promise them because being chopped with a sword seems to be a brutal way to go. And I, I like to think that if any, if there's one thing that these guys understand, it's like they don't want to get their uh, head chopped off by Chip and his sword. Was it a real sword or was it a wooden sword? I think it was real. Okay. Brad loves Disney. Well, Brad, I love Disney. Um, what do you got here? Nutcracker dolls originate from the late 17th century Germany, particularly uh, the Ore Mountains. Decorative Nutcracker dolls began popularized outside of Europe after the Second World War when numerous American soldiers stationed in Germany came home to the United States with German Nutcrackers as souvenirs. The Nutcracker Ballet was originally produced in 1892 with a score by Tchaikovsky. It became popular in North America during the 1960s. The ballet's protagonist, Clara, shares her name with the aunt in A Nutty Christmas. That's uh, Conchita Farrell, who plays plays uh, the ant in Krampus and also is on uh, uh, Two and a Half Men. When uh, Melissa Joan Hart has flashbacks to earlier scenes in the movie, they're not just random time wasters. She's reflecting on how the specific events of a ballet or the Nutcracker Ballet mirror her own experiences. Oh. Oh. I like that. And that's a real subtle thing for people who don't know the Nutcracker by heart. Uh, and I appreciate all the info that you gave me before that. Um, he also writes, shouldn't he have cracked the nuts with his teeth? Yeah, I had a lot of problems with that. He should have cracked the nuts in a million different ways. Aaron Renee writes, uh, I can't believe you didn't notice how many times she changed her pants. <laughs> she would leave her house in jeans and a sweater, then get to the bakery and change into weird yoga pants. Then she would change into different pants to sit on our couch and work on spreadsheets. Three pants a day? She might be able to save some money on the laundry soap and her water bill if she just wore the yoga pants from the get-go. Aaron Renee is someone who has been in the pandemic and wearing very few outfits. I agree. She don't need no three pants. I mean, what is she doing? She's not going out. Who's she impressing on that car ride to the to work in those jeans? Uh, you know, she's not even she's not even living in the middle of town. She's not even walking to work. She's driving. All right, let's go to the phones. Hi, Paul. This is Rachel in Las Vegas. I just wanted to call to talk about June's concern that ten dozen eggs would not be enough for fifteen thousand cookies. Uh, I work in a small family-owned bakery in Las Vegas. Uh, we make alcohol-infused cookies, and we just recently had an order for 6,000 cookies from a large company. I won't say which one, and it took us 125 dozen eggs to make 6,000 cookies. So she would be just a little short unless she was making some eggless cookies. That would be good for Jason. But I just wanted to let you guys know that, no, 10 dozen eggs would for sure not be enough for 15,000 cookies. Um, love the show. 
been listening for a long time. I listen every time I'm making cookies. Thanks, guys. Oh, my God. That is real cookie math, and I love it. I love that we got some real cookie math. You know, I was thinking about this because I was making my eggnog, and I have to use uh, a dozen eggs uh, for my eggnog. And I was like, my God, that cookie math is off. And I'm so happy. I mean, it's not cookies, but eggs are not like, uh, we're using them. We're using them when we're cooking. All right. Anyway, I mean, and uh, am I cooking with eggnog or am I making a drink? Isn't making a drink kind of like cooking? I guess someone would tell me I'm wrong, but we'll see. Sean, what do you got? Paul, June, Jason, this is Sean, long time, first time. Uh, and I am a member of your United States Army. Uh, I have a couple of things. First of all, uh, furlough is a British or Canadian military term for, uh, what we call leave. So, uh, my suggestion is that perhaps this gentleman is a British spy, perhaps a Canadian spy. Can't trust, can't trust those maple bastards. Uh, second, troops in Germany. Listen, uh, I think it was just St. Clair questioned why we have troops in Germany. It's an important part of the NATO alliance, friends. Uh, if you want to counter Russian aggression in Ukraine and elsewhere, we need those uh, those men and women in green hanging out there in Germany having a fantastic time. Third, June, offense taken. Uh, I'll have you know, uh, I've been an infantryman for, gosh, 10 years, uh, over 10 years. I've got combat deployments. I've been blown up real good. Uh, I've been wounded in combat. I've been to ranger school. And listen, sleepy time tea is an important part of my recovery routine. Uh, helps me get an adequate amount of rest so I can get back to, you know, working hard and defending the nation the next day. So, uh, offense taken. Have a good day. First of all, thank you for your service. Uh, that is awesome uh, that you are protecting our country and that you are serving us some cold, hard facts. Uh, if you've not um, followed this drama, June has taken a lot of hits about her opinions on tea. And you know what? We can all have opinions. Uh, June's is one that she does not like it. And, and, you know, sleepy time tea, I cannot necessarily do because when I was a kid, I had it right before I got uh, incredibly sick. That and a wild turkey, the thought of it makes me go, but you know what? I like tea. Uh, and then finally, thank you for explaining furlough. It was odd because it sounded like um, a prison thing, and then we kind of put it all together. But you know what? I don't trust. I don't trust those. Uh, what'd you call them? The Reds? I don't know. I don't trust those. Those Reds. That's what I'm calling the Canadians. I love the Canadians. All right. Um, that was our last live show. Our last real live show. Um, okay. So uh, let's go into Jen in Canada. Oh, look at that! Perfect. Perfect. Hi, Paul. This is Jen calling. I just wanted to call to point something out about the episode during A Very Nutty Christmas where Jason mentions that to him, this sort of bad-looking movie looks to him like it's filmed in Canada. In fact, was filmed in Connecticut. Then, during the episode uh, about uh, the night before Christmas, or A Night Before Christmas, with Vanessa Hudgens, there's lots of talk about how beautiful that is, but no one cares to mention that that was filmed primarily in Ontario. So, Jason, uh, zero, and uh, Canada, probably a million? Anyway, I'm Canadian, but that has nothing to do with it. Bye! I appreciate that. Jason is really 
causing a war with Canada as I caused a war with my fellow uh, Americans in uh, in Pittsburgh. Um, I think oftentimes what Jason is referring to, and I can't speak for him, but I will speak around his uh, his point of view, which is he they sometimes try to make Canada everything to every movie. And it's like it doesn't it doesn't quite look right. Uh, it's like it's not New York. It's not this. Like just be Canada, but like don't be like the don't be the fake city. Uh, you know, and that's what I think we're both responding to. I, we feel that way. Um, by the way, and it looks sometimes really good. Like long shot was shot primarily in Canada. Uh, and you, I don't think you can tell, um, maybe because it's more European. I don't know. Uh, but our Canadian question brings us into, uh, a couple of questions about a night before Christmas. So let's get into that. Hi, Paul. This is Aaron from Newton, Massachusetts. Um, my Correction omission, I guess, is about the princess switch and where that all fits in with the night before Christmas. Um, so the princess switch actually takes place in Montanaro, and they have a crossover in the second movie with the Christmas prince, which is in Aldovia, which is where the stupid little pine cone ornaments are from. So that pretty much confirms that all of these are in the same universe. So my question is, how many Vanessa Hudgenses are there? Um, is this like an orphan black situation? Because there are now three in the Princess Switch universe and now another one in random Ohio. So how many Vanessa Hudgenses do we think there are and what other movies do we think they're going to appear in? All right. Thanks. Love the podcast. Bye. I'm glad you asked this. Uh you know, obviously, you set up what the world is, and and the uh, the M the MCU of the NCU, the Netflix Cinematic Universe. But I should say the uh, NCCU, the Netflix Christmas Cinematic Universe. Um, here's what I think: I think the Netflix Christmas Cinematic Universe uh, is under the ruling of a lazy god. And why do I mean that? Because uh, or or oh wait, I got a better idea. It's under the ruling of a God who looks like Vanessa Hudgens because they say that God has created man in his own image, uh, his, her, they image. And I believe this God looks like Vanessa Hudgens and has created people to look like him, her, they. Uh, And that's what I think is happening. I love it. That is the way I'm going uh, and I'm now I'm excited to see an Oh God, You Devil kind of movie with Vanessa Hudgens as God and the Devil. Oh, that'd be so great. Uh, let's go to Ashley in Kentucky. Hi, Paul. Um, this is Ashley in Kentucky. I don't know if I'm a little late to um, do a correction of mixing for a, a night before Christmas or whatever it's called, um, but I don't do social media really, so I don't keep up. But anyway, um, he is in uh, England in 13... 13- 30 um and she is in america in 2019 and one huge thing that could be a problem for their relationship is the fact that he would not be speaking uh modern english he would be speaking middle english which um if you've ever looked at the canterbury tales is not anywhere similar to uh modern english he'd maybe be able to pick out a few words and uh and phrases but unless this magic thing that they're doing um, makes him speak modern English or her speak middle English, I don't think they'd even be able to speak to each other. Um, 
Thanks. Bye. Okay. Yes. Thank you very much. And look, I know that that's movies and whatever, but we just make it so easy. We make it so easy. And I guess it would be confoundingly stupid. Uh, I mean, I would love, have we ever made a real time travel movie where people are fucking freaked out? I mean, the only way I can think about it is like Bill and Ted with uh, Napoleon. Napoleon never speaks English. He likes water slides, but he's scared of everything. And, uh, and I feel like Bill and Ted did it the best. I think they did it the best. Um, but let's go back to the boards here for some 10 year old, Corrections and omissions. Hillary says, I'm so excited you all re-aired the burlesque episode because it gives me an excuse to send along this bright spot from 2020. I worked on the Biden campaign in the late summer and fall, and an aspect of the presidential campaigns is that celebrities will visit and give pep talks to the team. Cher did quite a bit of campaigning for Biden, especially in the Nevada, Las Vegas area. So naturally, she did a Zoom visit with the entire staff right before the election as one of these pump-up calls. After she was introduced and said a brief hello, she did a Q&A with the staff, and someone asked her what her favorite song uh, that she ever performed was. And she paused for a moment, not able to think of anything, and then lit up and said, you guessed it, you haven't seen the last of me from Burlesque. After saying it, she then said, oh, no one ever saw that, though. Holy shit, Hillary, we did this and it worked for you. Thank you, Hillary, for that uh, lovely uh, remembrance. Um, Cy Casey 2.0 writes, obviously there will be no corrections and omissions for a 10-year-old episode. Wrong! But since I just watched Burlesque this week, I feel compelled to chime in. I don't think it's correct that the dance numbers uh, stop being burlesque style after Christina Aguilera starts singing at the club. As Jason claims in the episode, her first two dance numbers are definitely in the burlesque style. I speak from experience because my wife used to do burlesque dancing as a hobby. So I attended many a show while we were dating, although uh, not for $50 a head. I have to give the movie some credit for having Christina do some actual old-timey numbers, too. The plot is nonsense, and the male love interest is useless, but I did enjoy the musical numbers here. Um, so, wait, so what are you saying? Uh, well, he's like, I don't think it's correct that the dance numbers stop being... Bro- okay, all right, so you're saying that they don't stop. All right, that's fine. Sai, I take it. I didn't really get your point, but I, I, I now I, I think I do. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Well, you know what? We are looking for a winner, aren't we? And everyone had so many great things to say, but I, I want to give it up to the person who actually lived the story of Melissa Joan Hart, and that is our cookie baker. That is right. Uh, Rachel in Las Vegas with her alcoholic cookies. I want to know how that works. Uh, thank you for giving us the true cookie math. You are our winner. People of Earth. You win nothing. And that song is by garrett parker as always you win nothing but you hold a place in my heart and in my taste buds because of those delicious cookies all right uh we'll be right back after this commercial break walmart plus members save on meeting up with friends save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups that's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier plus members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela, you put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor, because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. Medela, the mark of the fight. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. 
Capella University is rethinking higher education. With their game-changing FlexPath format, you can earn your degree on your schedule, so you can fit education seamlessly into your life. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. All right. We have spent a lot of time, or I have spent a lot of time just yapping around here. No one has asked me about what am I up to, what am I watching, what am I doing, and uh, I got to tell you, it is now time for my pick of the week. This isn't about you and what you think you want to see. Thank you, Honest Jams. Honest Jams coming through. Um, all right, what am I? What do I want to tell you all about? I mean, it's been tricky, right? Because uh, I probably watched a lot of the same stuff that you all watched, and I actually didn't even get to watch that much because I've been playing my new NBA 2K, um, and um, honestly, I have just been crashing so hard at night. But I have to say. The thing that I've been most fascinated by lately is the flight attendant. OMG, I love this show. Okay, first of all, everyone is shitting on HBO Max. HBO Max, as far as I'm concerned, has got the best shit. You got Alan Partridge on there. How can you get mad at that? You got Adult Swim on there. You got like old weird commercials that I made for Adult Swim. NTSF is yet to pop up on there. It will. I know it will. Um, you got Wonder Woman 84. I mean, I could watch that for days. You got Search Party. Amazing. But fucking Flight Attendant, Kelly Cuoco. Is that how you pronounce her name? I don't know. Not a fan. Not like, seek, I guess I should say, not seeking out Cuoco content. But heard enough about it in Greg Berlanti clearly has figured out television in a way that America loves. This show is fun as hell. It's got like everything that you like from shows like you, but everything that you also like from things like a Lifetime movie. Um, it's just a fucking blast. I love it so much. Uh, I'm not done with it yet, but all thumbs up. Thumbs up from me. Uh, I love it. I love it. Love it. And also, if you're a Clippers fan... Get on this Clipper Vision app. If you have not got the app, it's amazing. It's a great way to watch the games. Uh, super, super fun. Um, anything I want to plug? Not really. We got everything. Big Mouth is on Netflix. Uh, that's great. My Marvel documentary, 616. That is also on Disney+. Plus. You can watch that there. It's called Lost and Found. You can also watch this movie I did with Joe Manginello called Arch Enemy. I'm tatted up. I have a crazy scene in the film. Um, and that's it. Join me on Twitch. It's super fun. Join me on that Discord. It's called Hanging with Paul Shear. Um, and I don't know how I could... I'll put it up. I'll put it up in the things. Anyway, um, but now that we got all this out of the way, let's talk about next week's movie. We went from Nutcrackers, Knights, and Cher to Gnomes. That's right. I'm talking... I'm talking about a movie called Upworld, or it's a movie called A Gnome named norm that's right two different names it's on amazon prime upworld or a gnome named norm starring anthony michael hall imdb describes it as a los angeles police detective partners up with a talking gnome in order to bring down the head of a crime ring oh you're excited for this i'm excited for it let's listen to the trailer 
an L.A. cop. He's a... Uh, a gnome. Right, a gnome. He's hot on the trail of a million bucks. He's after the... Uh, the uh, Lumen! Right. Meet Gallagher and Gnome. Two guys with nothing in common. Giant robots. Well, almost nothing. Take it easy, will you? You gotta concentrate. They've got to work together and get it together before everything blows apart. Upworld, the normal, it's good not. You can watch Upworld, the gnome named Norm on Tubi for free or on iTunes or Vudu or YouTube for $3.99. Um, I, I, I watch it on Amazon Prime. It was there. Uh, check your local public libraries, too. We can probably find movies for free, but they probably will judge you for watching Upworld or A Gnome Named Norm, whatever you can find it as. Um, and that is it, people. We are done. Um, a big thank you to everyone who helps put this together. I already said Molly Reynolds. I already said uh, Cody Fisher. I want to give a shout-out to uh, Devin, uh, who, by the way, I plugged his, uh, his whole Spotify album, uh, which is amazing. So I'm going to plug it again here. It is The Beginner's guide to birds it's great it's a bunch of songs that he recorded he's our engineer here he's amazing he's also on comedy bang bang uh they recorded from 2003 to 2018 it's a 52 track box set collection of these self-recorded pop tunes you will love it uh it reminded me of xtc Uh, i'm still kind of getting through them and uh if you want to get it on spotify you can but you can also get it on Bandcamp. and when you do that all the proceeds are going to charities that help uh Kids make music. Honestly, at the end of the day, that's what it is. Uh, and and more. And it's been awesome. So uh, this is uh, really, really good. Um, like I said, that these the monies, the monies will go to uh, Girls Rock Chicago and She Rock She Rock in uh, Minneapolis, uh, St. Paul. Two great orgs supporting girls, women, and trans and non-binary musicians writing their own tunes in the cities where he wrote these. Uh, you want to follow him? You can check him out on uh, and Twitter at BaffleGabs. B-A-F-F-L-E-G-A-B-S. Um, that is all that we have in store for you today. Um, remember to rate and review the show. It helps. It helps. Do that. If you've never done that, do it. Visit us in all the social places, wherever you'd like to be social. Um, and sign up for our archives on the brand new Stitcher Premium app. Um, by the way, it was so funny. I saw today uh, during the riot, like Stitcher, I guess, had a timed tweet going up and it was like, hey, the Stitcher app is brand new. It actually is brand new and it, it's pretty great. You can use the code BONKERS to get a free month on us. You can listen to old episodes, new episodes, no commercials. And um, what I said thank you to everybody, but I didn't say thank you to July, whose ears do so much work, you can't even believe it. Uh, thank you everybody at Earwolf. And we'll see you next week for a gnome named Norm. Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle. Because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider. And also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your crave. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela, you put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor, because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. Medela, the mark of the fight. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois.